Last week, we had a live event with a project manager and science communicator from Cairo, Egypt. Um, his name is Omar Wanis. In case you did not attend the live event, which might have been the case possibly because very few people were attending it anyways, uh, you can listen to this recording about all the things that we talked about on the live event and I hope you enjoy it. Because of Omar's Egyptian accent, you might have some problem with uh, listening to the episode. But uh, I would say Omar said some really good things and it is quite understandable whatever he's saying. It's not like it happened every time or his accent is not understandable in most of the cases. Uh, he spoke everything very well, gave answers to the questions in a very new and innovative way. Uh, and I would say he is one of the best users of Occam's razor uh, at its finest, to be honest, so far uh, that I've brought any guests on the show. So I, uh, yeah, bear with us, everyone, wherever you're joining from. Um, so I'm your host, Divyan Shunjin, and uh, we'll be talking about astrobiology and science communication today with Omar Wanis. So, Omar, uh, who is Omar, by the way? So. In an introduction, in a nutshell, we can just say that Omar is a very young and enthusiastic astrobiologist and he is a junior project manager with over four years of experience uh, in leadership, in volunteering and work. He is a biotechnologist and genetic engineer as well as a science communicator with a keen interest in astrobiology. And he has also worked with scientists at NASA, at Blue Marble Space Institution for Science, BMSIS, and uh, yeah, I hope you will enjoy this very first live session of the Wimba podcast. So, uh, Omar, uh, I recently yeah. I, re I recently saw that uh, you attended uh, an event on science and technology. Would you like to tell something about that to us? Uh, sure. Um, I have been uh, making an event. It was in uh, American University in Cairo. Um, I'm actually loving being an event manager for different events and different fields. So mm -hmm. um, the latest event, it was about talking um, Infinity Explorers, that we are gathering all science communicators from all over the world. Um, but actually, we uh, were focused on uh, two aspects about uh, space science and uh, the how to uh, craft your uh, science communication content. So. Mm -hmm. um, we are having a um, number of uh, speakers so talking about environment, um, some of them talking about how to be a researcher at NASA, like uh, mm -hmm. my colleague mm -hmm. uh, Wayne Kirby is now an intern uh, communication at the NASA party project. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I got also Dr. Hamlo, he's uh, my supervisor at the Blue Marple Space Institute of Science. Um, so it was fruitful of uh, all of kinds, uh, how to be um, a science communicator or professional science communicator, in uh, mm -hmm. which phase of uh, your science or your field of uh, work of, or your re research phases. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm really grateful to being uh, a science communicator in general. Mm -hmm. uh, I mm -hmm. have a background as a biotechnology and genetic engineer, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually hoping to be an astrobiologist uh, one day that um, you know, we we are doing all, all our best to being an uh, an scientist in uh, mm -hmm. some days at uh, in a specific uh, field. But 
uh, two max between something you love and your fellow of study. So I get an astrobiology, something by, you know, it's not by luck, but um, you love mm -hmm. being uh, ch chasing aliens. That's my, my passion from my young ages. Um, so if we go in depth about the events, uh, there's a series of events that make him uh, from uh, Blue Marble. And uh, I'm doing uh, events in Egypt and otherwise. And there's a um, uh, series of events and, and um, uh, some of them long the end, uh, maybe in Facebook. So um, it will be more interesting to attend or just sharing with you uh, some of them. Mm -hmm. um I hope everybody is able to listen to our audios well. If that is the case, could you just give us a thumbs up? Okay, cool, cool. Um, so let's move, in, move on with our questions that we have. Okay, a disclaimer. We'll not be going into very deep levels of astrobiology today, like core astrobiology, because uh, uh, number one, that we don't only have uh, space enthusiasts uh, joining us. We also have people who are not having backgrounds in science and uh, who are maybe graphic designers. I've got a good friend over here who's into commerce. Uh, so we have people from all journeys and all, all backgrounds uh, joining us. So we'll not go core into core astrobiology, but we'll try to uh, generalize it in the best way possible and try to make the conversation as productive as possible for everyone. Omar, my first question would be, have you been using AI with the advent of ChatGPT and all of these chatbots and so many models coming in? Have you been using AI into astrobiology or science communication in any way or form to maybe automate your work, ease things up, anything like that? Um, sure, the, uh, the ChatGPT uh, in particular, um, mm -hmm. uh, as an AI tool, you are not going to rely on using uh, a robot to do your work. Uh, maybe helping you in just searching, uh, collecting data, uh, analyzing mm -hmm. uh, that, uh, enormous data as we yeah. are collecting from uh, maybe telescopes or maybe the robots we are sending to the Mars. Mm -hmm. um, but if you rely on um, this robot to work uh, on behalf of you, um, mm -hmm. and just delivering the knowledge to the people and mm -hmm. making this crafting stories, uh, he not having that creativity uh, as much as you will be have. Uh, he is not going to make um, the, you know, the, the emotional touch if, uh, if you are working on something that you need to make people more engaging in your content, uh, mm -hmm. rather, uh, rather than you are making a video, for example. Um, if he writing your script, so when you are going to um, um, interact with people, making people more uh, boxed in some points, that's not will be uh, appearing on your scripts that written by uh, a robot in basics. But uh, if you're talking about the science communication uh, and using an, an artificial intelligence, um, we are providing something that personalized uh, for the people who are uh, interested in some science. Um, I am mm. a science communicator for space sciences, so I'm making specific content for people mm. who are um, relay on astrobiology. I am very specific on what I'm talking about in space science. I'm choosing an astrobiology. So if I'm asking in ChatGPT, please make me um, something in astrobiology, make it mm -hmm. a, in a science communication way. And we are going uh, through uh, making me a script uh, for mm -hmm. value, for example. 
Um, so let it go. Uh, he will just writing me a lot of data that we are maybe uh, something uh, will be uh, important for for some and uh, will be something blah uh, blah blah for for another. <laughs> so you making new preferences and choosing which data you are going on and analyze your social media um, data that's like what what people preference um, from your uh, previous uh, posts, maybe mm -hmm. your previous content. Um, going through identifying what the, the trends and patterns and public opinion um, right. that ChatGPT can help you in something like that. Collecting uh, nerves data uh, for mm -hmm. you going to search on Google and making uh, a lot, lot of search uh, and uses uh, usual time maybe two hours, three hours of just just searching for some trend uh, mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. um, the na natural language uh, when you are talking or speaking with someone or even um, something like the bootcast we have now uh, mm -hmm. it will be not going through like and uh, using a virtual assistant like um like ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. um if, if if we're talking in basic of uh, astrobiology um mm -hmm. we are using an, an an artificial intelligence just to we have a lot of data uh if we're talking in basic of uh, astrobiology we are searching for Python natures so mm -hmm. we have a lot of data so how can we analyze this data in short time? But we have uh, accurate data. So the AI can uh, short our time, uh, make it more uh, precision. I see. And I see. going from um, space telescopes, satellites, um, maybe other um, instruments that we are not um, using in, uh, uh, in some search, like uh, sending our robotics to the Earth and so on. Mm -hmm. um so we have an exoplanet if we uh, going to count how how many exoplanets uh, we have in, in our universe so mm -hmm. <laughs> we have about billions of mm -hmm. uh, of stars each star that uh, orbiting uh, around it, um two or, or three or maybe uh, more than an exoplanet mm -hmm. um so i'm searching for a pisonation on all of them so uh, if we are just using our human skills uh, you have uh, years <laughs> to just uh, mm -hmm. yeah, find something. Mm -hmm. So uh, the AI will short your time, mm -hmm. uh, helping mm -hmm. you and uh, collecting uh, much of data, analyzing mm -hmm. a lot, a lot of data. But don't rely on it in uh, the first place uh, as working on behalf of you. Mm -hmm. So in the first question itself, we've got so much of value and content that I don't think uh, this go this is going to be a waste of time for me or anyone uh, who is listening to this. So thank you everyone who has joined us uh, now that we are seeing a bit of an upgrade in the number of people joining in. Um, so we'll be moving on to the next question that I have. We both, you know, are from countries that have been regarded to have significant scientific advancements in the medieval eras uh, and in the ancient eras, not just like one or two or three or thousand years old, but 5,000 years back from now. Like Egypt, you know, has got the pyramids that are considered to be so advanced that people started to consider uh, that they have been created by aliens in the ancient er eras and uh, have been regarded as the best architects, quote unquote, and engineers in the past. With India, it was a case where our religious, the religious texts, uh, which were thousands of years old, have introduced data and knowledge that the world gained very recently, I would say, you know. Like the distance between the Earth and the Sun, the approximate speed of light, you can say, 
which is 3 into 10 to the power 8 meters per second and so on so all of these uh, things that the world discovered just now and still is still trying to figure out was already uh, being invented by humans in the past or where if you want to also say some sort of uh, mystic, mystical beings that we quote unquote uh, as uh, gods uh, in the past so coming to the point that i want to say we are both from such different cultures so i just wanted to know how do you think can we effectively communicate scientific information to people who come from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds okay um that's a very good question um of you going to communicate the science uh for an audience um there's something you, you should know about the science communication in the first place um mm -hmm. we are communicating science for mm -hmm. non-experts we are communicating science for experts itself. So okay. how it's come, um, if you are writing a research paper that had a lot of jargons, uh, mm -hmm. you're making uh, twisted, uh, hiding something maybe, uh, <laughs> using a lot, lot of uh, sophisticated words and not mm -hmm. that, you know, useless words, uh, mm -hmm. just to avoid the plagiarism and so on. Mm -hmm. uh, you are not just making the science more easy for people who are searching for um solution for something or maybe we discovering some drug for um, so some disease or maybe we're searching for aliens and in, in our case in astrobiology so uh we are searching for pipe nature so if, if you using a lot of words that are not uh useful for me or uh, mm. we uh, we need to deep search in you just one paper mm -hmm. you have bubbled to just to get uh two lines of uh of your uh, research paper to just using in, in my researches that I'm not even using in my uh, next publishing. So communicating science with everyone is needed to avoid complex English in the first place. Uh, we are not the native uh, English speakers. Uh, mm -hmm. Second thing, uh, we need to avoid something like jargons. Uh, if I'm telling you what you know about Quasar, so uh, maybe you are a space assist, so you, maybe you know what is goes or no. Um, mm. But another people, uh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, we are not going about uh, uh, terminologies that we are not needed for uh, in our science. Uh, in another way, we are not going to use um, that, um, you know, the, 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 the rush of words, the, mm. You are going to just uh, writing, 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 and so on. Um, and we are not going making an, an something like a story that you need to engage not not the people uh, that put yourself uh, in the shoes of uh, uh, the, the audience or who's the, who are going to read what you are writing. So mm -hmm. uh, making more in enjoyable for him, uh, make it more um, easy for reading in the first place. Um, you are not going just uh, making a piece of content for um, for your friends, for example. You're making for people who are not not expert, uh, mm -hmm. people who are not maybe uh, not impressed. Um, mm -hmm. What's the astrobiology? Why I'm mm -hmm. just chasing aliens? Wow, what's mm -hmm. that? So mm -hmm. uh, maybe not interest for them. So your purpose or uh, your goal is making making them. Uh, more engaging in what you are going uh, to uh, talk about. Uh, mm. We are using science communication in the first place for helping people to uh, engage more with science. Uh, 
uh, we are defeating the methods. Uh, we are defeating what people are talking about. Uh, something like vaccines for uh, for coronavirus. There is mm. uh, groups of people who are mm. defending uh, don't take the vaccines. Uh, so for for purpose, they are defending for, but it's not clear or you can't understand what the purpose of not taking something like vaccines. Um, something like an, an aliens who built his apartments is for, for me as, as an Egyptian. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> even that an aliens built our our pyramids. Uh, mm. It's taking a lot of time of uh, understanding mm. and processing about that an alien who uh, we mm. are communicating with, uh, so they built our parents. So if, if mm. something like that happened, so we might be found in something in, in, in mm. our walls, uh, on our ferries that uh, just uh, document something like that, mm. but we didn't find something that talking about the aliens until now. So mm. uh, we are going to defeating uh, this mm. message and helping people to uh, understand more about what we are uh, going through and uh, not just um, making the science difficult for people who are thinking about just making uh, um, i'm seeing a lot of, of uh, youtube videos that are going through uh, a chemical um, chemical stuff and shows and so on that's that's really good but in mm. a professional way if we are going about science communication is not just Making shows, you know, hmm. shows is just hmm. for, for my kids, uh, okay. maybe children. Uh, but if you're talking about science communication for others, you may be more professionals that help them, yeah. that engages for the next step of uh, making a research or, or hmm. maybe a professional research. Hmm. Uh, maybe not not just in, in science and basic, but uh, maybe you are a business guy or making a research about something using just the techniques of science communications as, uh, mm. about uh, how to summarize, how do you collect the right data, how to mm. find the references, how do you um, help others and make your groups or searching for some um, some single uh, mm. goal. That's mm. all techniques of science communication in first. That's why I'm learning uh, in basic uh, from uh, Blue Marble. Um, mm. They help us to search for um, the right source. We help mm. us to um, making the, the, the science more easy for people, uh, for mm. all audience, from uh, children to uh, the others and maybe the scientists and other fields. I see. Um, I hope nobody's feeling missing out on this and nobody's feeling bored. If you are, just bear with us. Um, we'll be uh, interacting with our audiences too. Uh, in just a few minutes of time, just give us 15-20 minutes and we'll be done with our conversation. And uh, we'll be enjoying enjoying with you uh, on the show pretty soon. Cool. India is a society that is not, regretfully to say, driven by science, I would say, and technology in general. It's a very religious and spiritually driven society in terms uh, of regarding that you can, how you can address the disconnect between scientists and the general public and improve public trust in scientific research. And in addition to that, I would love to know uh, what the culture of Egypt in the present day f is from your experiences. Um, if I'm going to uh, talk about this specific question uh, mm. about what we have in science, actually, mm. Mm. Uh, in space science, uh, we have uh, space agonizing, but mm -hmm. Till now, it's I think it's an, an under construction, and uh, if we talk about in the, in the basic science, we are 
rely on in, in Egypt is maybe in, in chemistry. Uh, we are going about biotechnology uh, that's appearing in the latest decades. Uh, we going through uh, some um, renewable energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, I think that the most um, uh, sciences we are relying on in Egypt right now. Uh, but the space, and if we are talking in, in particular, that uh, we still have uh, working on <laughs> some basic about the, uh, the, uh, the space sciences. Um, mm-hmm. If we're going through the astrobiology, we are talking about something, what? We, we are searching for aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not all about people who are thinking about the astrobiology, just searching aliens. That uh, it's after beyond what we are searching for. Mm-hmm. Um, we are developing our techniques. Everything we have relay on in space explorations. There's a lot of people just thinking of uh, space ex- explorations is just wasting time, wasting mm-hmm. money, and they are just uh, wasting your rest of life on searching for something that's not right. Uh, right. being a benefit for, uh, mm-hmm. for everyone. But mm-hmm. we are uh, developing our technologies. We are developing our uh, our sciences just to show the space explorations. I can give you an example in science communication if we're talking about uh, what do you think, how your uh, selfie camera mm. or maybe have been invented? Mm. What do you think? Um, I don't have any idea of how cameras were inter- invented. Okay. Um, if we going back in time, um, mm-hmm. the <laughs> Apollo 11, uh, mm-hmm. When we landed on, uh, when NASA chose uh, mm-hmm. the crew uh, who landed on the, the moon, mm-hmm. uh, they needed for a camera to capture the uh, uh, one just one picture of, of the moon in this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how do you think they using uh, a largest camera in this time that needed uh, for about one hour of processing to just mm-hmm. take one picture, and this picture could be. Uh, carried on or storage on uh, a memory and we don't have memories in this time. So they invented the small cameras, that's mm-hmm. the first page. Then they invented the, the memory that we have using now is uh, uh, mm-hmm. SD, SD memories. Um, so we have uh, a one picture of the moon. It was about um, 200 pipe, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they take this picture to uh, memory or search that on on a memory that was uh, 500 bit uh, something like that mm-hmm. uh, and they come back with this picture uh, then we have boom invented the selfie cameras and all the cameras we have now in our mobile phones uh, mm-hmm. the OSD memories with that we have we have now an terabytes uh, or sorry tera gigabytes uh, mm. and more and more that beyond of uh, yeah, of yeah. Uh, yeah. We have um, cameras that maybe uh, uh, megapixels is going through uh, our eyes <laughs> or <laughs> maybe in a realistic way. Mm. Uh, so we have an, an going mm. beyond what, what science is calling or, mm. or we have uh, thought about. Mm. So uh, I think we have developed all or we're going through from the technology, from science, just mm. through mm. the science communication base. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great to see how you've been re- using Arkham's Arkham's Razor uh, throughout the conversation. You've tried to make things so simple that anybody could understand it. So, if anybody who doesn't know what Arkham's Razor is, it's all about science communication itself. 
So the question that Occam's Razor asks is that how do you make any form of data, any form of information so simple so that anybody from a six-year-old who doesn't understand anything to a PhD-level mathematician could understand? So that is what Occam's Razor is. And I guess Omar is a very good expert at it. Like, I can just feel it coming from him. Uh, so uh, we'll be moving on. We, you know, we live in a world where short attention spans have taken the world by storm and pure entertainment is what the generation currently likes, right? I don't think anybody who is, you can say, very young, who watches a lot of entertainment content can join this conversation and listen to this very closely and patiently because the attention span of that person is just so low and the amount of dopamine hit that everybody gets is just too high in comparison to anything. So any form of, you know, a podcast is something very saturated and something that requires a lot of focus to even listen to and even greater for someone who is actually conducting it as to what my personal experience have been. So uh, I would uh, like to say that it's not also like you can scroll TikTok for only a few minutes, right? If you have the habit of just using Instagram and TikTok TikTok all the day, you can always find, and in fact, you do always find people that do it for an hour or even two or even greater times for in a day, right? But it's like most of their time is spent in that way. Considering that, is it possible to effectively communicate the complexities of scientific research in a world that increasingly values short attention spans and in instant gratification? What do you think? Um... Sure, uh, using uh, uh, something like a TikTok, uh, mm. that if you don't utilize your time of using the social media uh, mm. in overall, mm -hmm. um, just using uh, that fast information uh, and the quick learning uh, Spain, and that you need to uh, go through. Um, there's a three techniques of learning how to make a research paper. Uh, mm -hmm. is going through uh, how to make your um, outstanding uh, science communication content in just two minutes and so mm -hmm. on of this um, this space. Um, maybe it's something really good for people who are just not um, not having a lot of time to mm -hmm. search for something that, that um, you are not research uh, all over Google or maybe uh, asking people about uh, you are not going um, so in, in deep search for something you are not interested about or maybe uh, you are not relying on, on your work in first place. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, using TikTok and using in the Reels for Facebook, for, for example, uh, maybe in stories and Instagram, there are people using their content in, in, in stories and some sort mm -hmm. of that. Uh, mm -hmm. It will help you to go through some quick, quick information. Uh, that will be helps um, in, in science communication, but for then, example. We, but then how do you so find depths? But then how do you find depths in that form of conversation and in that form of content consumption, right? Because you're just scrolling to things that are 60 seconds long. You can only get the top, top level, um, not just top level, I'm not saying top level, but you can only get the surface level idea of anything. It just doesn't create depth yep. in your argument or in your, in your idea of anything. And it, because of that, uh, your level of creating cre critical thinking just goes down, right? And I think 
that's a problem. So how do you think one can solve that with short form content? Okay, um, to get in beeps for something uh, mm. you know already or something you don't know uh, even one word about, um, you just need to just search. That's mm. uh, I, I learned it from uh, my dog, uh, my supervisor, Dr. Graham. If you mm-hmm. need to do something about writing, I'm, I'm learning how to write uh, and, and story uh, that's something customized about uh, um, that idea I have invented about making mm-hmm. a story more mm-hmm. engaging for non-experts in, in any uh, science field. So I need to search about this topic just to try to search. I have a random uh, idea about it. Um, mm-hmm. Then you just have a, a one article or maybe uh, one website or one thing you can focus on, mm. uh, then go through the references. But you uh, need to choose mm. the best thing first, uh, like uh, the, the first result in Google. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe you are searching for uh, some expert on mm. LinkedIn, for example, asking mm. him how can get um, mm. this, uh, this topic in depth. Just he, he if if he uh, totally have an uh, a free time uh, or have an, an, an interest to respond to you, just don't mm-hmm. uh, make him a long story. If you just need to get uh, small information, just make it a quick and easy to read. Um, mm-hmm. Ask him and request him for a specific question. I need mm-hmm. to uh, get in depth in this uh, particular topic. Uh, mm-hmm. He will welcome to helping you. Just you are respecting his time. Uh, respecting uh, him uh, to just reading a small information mm-hmm. and helping you in uh, understanding what what you are needing, just not um, that long story of how to search for something. So very mm-hmm. um, base, uh, you can get in depth and about anything using ChatGPT, for example, as we talk about in artificial intelligence. <laughs> mm. And you're saying so so. In a nutshell, you're saying that whenever you get any form of information in a very short short amount of time, if you're interested into it, just go and do a lot more research by understanding it through articles, through chatbots like ChatGPT. Now, you've got ChatGPT in all of these resources, so it has become so much more easier to get in depth of any form of knowledge any or get in depth of any form of information. So... I think that's one of the best ways that Omar has told to uh, create a depth of knowledge in any form of topic, any form of information, anything that you wish to understand. When you are interested in it by watching something that is very short, something not that much in depth, something that has just covered the surface area of that topic. Cool. Um, My next question would be, how can we detect and communicate with intelligent civilizations in other star systems? Like, what would be the best message to send them? This is actually a question that I've tried to integrate with astrobiology and science communication and would love to know your take on this. Uh, it's a, a, a critical question about an astrobiology, actually, that mm-hmm. uh, if we're going to uh, communicate with uh, intelligent uh, uh, creatures that we don't yeah. have, uh, okay, uh, that... We don't know uh, what's happening in all the universe. Uh, there's something 
if we are talking about the, the star systems in all mm -hmm. over the universe, mm -hmm. uh, something that challenging task. If you uh, just thinking about um, what signs of the technologies they are using in the first first place, uh, yeah. is our technology as well be compatible with their technology to they can detect ours. Uh -huh. uh, but most of the times we, we assume because because of popular media, don't we assume most of the times that uh, most of the times that we are actually lagging behind them in in the sense of advancement in our technologies and in advancement of our understanding of science in general. You, we usually do that, right? Um, true, but uh, but we we think it on the, the level of of technology in the first place. Uh, that were uh, helping us to uh, to uh, you know reach for something that we uh, we haven't the first basic of uh, communicating with them. So mm -hmm. uh, there's something can prevent you of uh, doing something that not prevent that the ethical implication of making the the the, the contact with them if it's mm -hmm. strong. They may right. be angry. They may be coming <laughs> to invade our hearts, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh -huh. And other, in other way, uh, uh -huh. if we going about sending a specific message, uh, mm -hmm. like we have in, in, in Golden Desk, if you remember this story about uh, send we sending uh, Golden Desk mm -hmm. for space. Mm -hmm. It's uh, in beginning of seventies, uh, mm -hmm. um, and we going to included uh, everything about the Earth from emotions from. Uh, our cultures, uh, songs, uh, movies, uh, popular mm. uh, people and, and celebrities that mm. we having uh, uh, one potential hope mm. if any uh, living creature in, in, in our universe can, can mm. catch that and go mm. through. Um, but if we're talking about the, the detecting an, an intelligent civilization out there, uh, we have, uh, I think, uh, 10 billion stars Mm -hmm. And uh, going through this star, we going about one star that orbiting a lot of exoplanets. If uh, each exoplanet that mm -hmm. have a potential of life or not, mm -hmm. uh, so you, you need a lot of data. So we can uh, utilize it by using uh, something like an AI tool to mm -hmm. analyze all of these data. Mm -hmm. That's enormous data, by the way. Mm -hmm. That's what so you're saying you're you're saying that you need to use some form of automation tool in order to analyze data so that you could make it easier for yourself to understand it. Yes, actually, uh, like we uh, have in, in, in the latest uh, black hole picture, mm. uh, if you can remember, uh, we're using yeah, a lot yeah. of uh, mm. different telescopes uh, mm. data, and then we yeah. uh, just unite them and going to analyze all of them. And more place to get the uh, regional uh, mm -hmm. piece of uh, of that uh, explain explains to us all, mm -hmm. all over what we know and all the, what we predict about the uh, Einstein's uh, hypothesis about the uh, theoreticals of uh, the black holes. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're going through this, we have uh, maybe thinking about the, the, the messages or, or if we chosen a specific message. To mm. uh, send for the, the, the aliens, if we're talking <laughs> about it. So um, uh, maybe we, we need to be more careful about uh, searching for something that maybe being useful mm. for them to mm -hmm. help us, or maybe asking for something special 
for going through it. Every, every everyone today, I think, is in sleep mode right now. Uh, about forty-five <laughs> yeah. pe or about forty-five people uh, were supposed to join in. I mean, they had put their reminders on, <laughs> but we've got <laughs> three people here, and I'm glad that at least we have somebody listening to us. But anyways, we'll actually be recording this, so even if somebody didn't have the time to actually uh, listen to our conversation, you would be able to do that. But yeah, you wouldn't have the ability to interact with us uh, as of now, like we are able to do. And uh, certainly, uh, my last question would be, how can we use astrobiology to inspire and educate the next generation of scientists and explorers? uh that's that's great um astrobiology uh, you know um and in first place when i'm searching for an, an, an astrobiology uh, for mm -hmm. i'm just joining uh plume marble um mm -hmm. we are working in, in plume marble that's an, an, uh, we work alongside uh about 200 of uh, research scientists of, of nasa so mm -hmm. all of them are working for an, an astrobiology in basic but uh, I'm thinking of <laughs> being a an, an, an young astrobiologist. Mm. Uh, you need to have the basics of um, something, uh, mm. a background uh, mm. in science, maybe mm -hmm. in biology. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a biotechnologist. Uh, mm. Maybe you are, um, a, uh, have a chemical background. Uh, mm. Maybe you have a geologist. Uh, Dr. Graham Lowe is a geologist. Mm. Uh, he has a PhD in, uh, in geology. Um, maybe uh, you have an, a background in something science that's related to uh, an astrobiology. Yeah, you don't need to have an, an, an master's degree or a PhD directly mm. uh, towards to an astrobiology to be an astrobiologist. Mm. Um, you have just a basic of uh, of information in first. Uh, then searching for a mentor, astrobiology needs you to search for a specific mm. mentor to helping you mm. and guiding you through your your journey to uh, learn how to get the, the right references, how to get the correct answers for uh, you inquiring about uh, if I'm just uh, walking away or just I'm, mm. I'm walking on the right mm. uh, right way of, uh, of deep research and something, or uh, maybe if, if you're thinking about um, publishing some like uh, review articles, uh, mm. working in groups, maybe you need to uh, building a team the, this team not should be in all of uh, uh, and, and the same uh, uh, science field. You need mm -hmm. to be diverse. That's a must, not something in, in, in uh, an option. Uh, mm -hmm. That everyone uh, like a piece of uh, of, uh, of chess. Uh, mm -hmm. You have uh, to to work alongside each other. Mm -hmm. uh, then to, to being a, a perfect. Uh, maybe if if we calling <laughs> a perfect young astronaut. <laughs> You need to have an, an science communication basics that you can be uh, getting insights uh, and all over the science. Uh, mm -hmm. In chemistry, uh, I'm not. Uh, I don't like a mass. If, if we talk <laughs> about something like math, I don't love uh, calculus and so on. But uh, mm -hmm. I need to have some some knowledge about it to use in, in something like empirical informatics. Uh, mm -hmm. So I need to learn about Python. Uh, mm -hmm. So I need to go and throw. Mm. Um, if we're talking about the Pisces natures, or I'm mm. going to search for Pisces natures, uh, mm. I'm not just uh, swabbing uh, the sand to, yeah, I, I found the Pisces nature. You mm. need to search for a physical and the chemical mm. uh, natures that you are searching for. So um, 
you going through something like in colors and so on. So you need to have a basics information about chemistry mm. and physics and uh, in, in the basics. Um, mm. So we're going about um, talking about an astrobiology. Uh, you need to be um, like so an joker, you know. Mm. So uh, that's uh, that's for now. But I mm. think uh, I can answer your question. <laughs> okay. Uh, so finally, we've come to the end of my script. Uh, I hope everybody, the four people that are over here, uh, were enjoying this uh, over time. And uh, uh, think about your first podcast. How was it? Uh, it was awesome. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, thank you, Dev, for uh, this invitation. Uh, mm-hmm. um, actually, I, I don't know what what happened in podcast, but. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's more than enjoyable. So mm-hmm. thank you for this uh, moderation, moderation mm-hmm. and uh, being the invited for your mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, wishing you all, all the best in, in your uh, Weber podcast for uh, uh, for another of us. And uh, I, I'm really loving what you are doing, uh, and I'm very excited to see what what coming next. And um, yeah. I can thank the, all people who are uh, joining us today. And yeah. who are going to listen to this uh, on some platform? I don't know. It it will be popping maybe Spotify or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, thanks in, in first place, and uh, hope you are join enjoying it. And sorry for uh, long talking. I I don't uh, mean be used for podcasts. So I'm sorry for long talking. It's about, no no uh, problem. In, in, no in, problem. No problem with that. With the the amount of valuable content that we've generated through this entire conversation has been immense. And yeah, obviously the response on the live event hasn't been much. But you know what? It's quite funny that in the middle of the live event, people are not actually joining the uh, the session, but they're actually sending me connection requests on LinkedIn. So it's kind of kind of kind of funny to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you, uh, everyone who has been listening to this throughout. Thank you, Ashwat. Uh, for joining us throughout the episode, he's been there from the start. Uh, a lot of people have left in the mi- left in the middle and stuff, but uh, yeah, thank you for bearing with us because it doesn't matter if if even if a million people might be listening to this or a thousand people or a hundred people, it only matters if you're able to impact only one person's life in any way or form. Uh, that's the amount of value that you wish to create, and I hope I've done that with this. This uh, recording will be out on every other platform from Spotify to Apple Podcasts to Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and so many more. Uh, this is not going to be most probably out in a video format because it's uh, an audio event. So yeah, thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time. Thank you, love. Thank you. Thank you.